Two years ago, Dr. Laura Doan embarked on a project designed to develop a province-wide peer-to-peer mentoring network to supply early childhood educators to stay in the field. Her research is driven by the fact that up to half of all early childhood educators in the province leave the profession in the first five years. To speak more on this, I'm pleased to welcome to the show now Dr. Laura Doan, Associate Professor at TRU with the Faculty of Education and Social Work. Laura, thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much, Jeff. I'm really pleased to be here. So I think whenever we talk about research projects such as these, I always like to kind of start by getting the perspective of why this was something that you wanted to embark on. So why was looking more into early childhood education and creating this province-wide peer mentoring network, why was this something that you felt was important? Thank you for that. I really appreciate that question. So I've been teaching early childhood education at TRU for uh, 20 years now. I've just started my 21st year. Um, So I've been involved in supporting uh, students in becoming early childhood educators. Um, So I've I've been drawn to um, a real interest in supporting educators. And back in 2014, when I completed my, uh, my doctorate, I did research across BC looking at the needs and experiences of beginning early childhood educators. And, uh, you know, you've already mentioned this stat that we lose up to 50% of beginning educators in the first five years of work. And as I'm someone who teaches in the post-secondary setting, I was really drawn to that statistic, wanting to know what actually is happening for beginning educators. Why is it that, you know, I've got this classroom full of passionate, dedicated early childhood educators, but then within, you know, the first five years of their work, up to half of them may not be early childhood educators anymore. So I was really drawn to finding out what was happening once once educators left the post-secondary setting and then looking at what are some things that we could put into place to support educators. And one question I do want to just kind of get some clarification on as, as well before we dig into the research project itself here, but is there a difference between early childhood education and child care? Because these two words kind of get thrown together as if they're the same thing. And I, I have my reservations that they're actually the same thing. Is early childhood education and child care, are those really different things here? Because I, I imagine they are. Well, it's a good question. And, and I guess I can only share my perspective on it. But I see these, I see these, um, these phrases as being different phrases. But I think... I think ultimately they they do mean the same thing. Now, it perhaps does depend on who you're speaking to. Um, I think in the past we would refer to, we would specifically only refer to child care, but I think we've expanded that to, to, if if we look even across Canada, it's more early learning and Mm -hmm. care. So there's an understanding that there's care as well as learning that's happening. It's not just learning and it's not just care. So, I don't know if that really answers your question or not, but for me, when I talk about childcare, I am also talking about early childhood education. So it's perhaps an expanded role. I think that sometimes, I think there are some, some sometimes in our society, we can view childcare as being simply care, something mm-hmm. that that is is a necessity, and it's just so that parents can work and children have a safe place to be. From my perspective, it's much more than that. It can, it includes that. It does, we want to have a safe place for children to be, but it's also um, a place where children can um, 
uh, have lots of different experiences, be in a safe environment, but a challenging environment, be um, in a place where their development is is supported and encouraged. So. Okay. Yeah, no, a little too wordy, but. no, no, I really appreciate that answer. Just because when someone says we got to have more childcare, I always just kind of think of that as, you know, babysitting or something along those lines, right? Just making sure someone's in a safe space. But when you talk about early childhood education, it's more about development and actually making sure they're learning and having positive experiences as opposed to just making sure they make it through the day. So I just wanted to see from your perspective, sort of if there was a difference between those two terminologies. With that being said, I guess, you know, okay, so you, you went about developing this peer network for early childhood educators to help them stay in the field. So with that in mind, why are people leaving the field? From your research and from your experience, why are ECEs leaving within the first five years? What is driving them out of that um, particular workforce? Okay, well, thank you for that. And first of all, I just want to acknowledge that there there are many reasons at play, for, for sure. Um, certainly, I've heard, and it will probably be no surprise to people listening, that I've heard from early childhood educators that, that one huge reason for, for leaving the field is the fact that they aren't compensated. Um, they aren't compensated well for, uh, for their qualifications. So, you know, early childhood educators hold certificates, diplomas, degrees at the post-secondary level. They're certified through the ECE registry. Um, early childhood educators often hold multiple diplomas, post-diploma certificates, um, but they're, they're not um, adequately compensated for the qualifications that they have. So that's a, that's a huge factor because it, it impacts their ability to stay in a field that they love, but um, their ability to actually afford uh, to, to live in BC while doing the job that they love. So certainly, I, I, I don't want to just not talk about wage. Mm -hmm. Wage is definitely a huge issue, and that's something that many of us continue to advocate for. Um, what I found in my research was that really, and this is research across BC, for new educators, they can't count on um, receiving the support that they need within their workplaces. Um, so beginning educators um, may or may not receive, for example, peer mentoring or access to professional development, observations, feedback. So you know, we, we have a field, we have a, a situation where, where new educators are sometimes stepping into um, a role where they may be the only certified early childhood educator in the room or in the program. And so they're brand new, they're certified, they're qualified, but, um, you know, my research has shown that their development um, is continuing. So while they're qualified, while they're quote-unquote ready, they still re require support. And when they don't have that support, um, that is when I think educators can feel isolated, they can feel stressed, um, and that can lead to burnout if educators do not receive the support that they need. Uh, I'm here with Dr. Laura Doan, Associate Professor with TRU's Faculty of Education. So uh, this peer network that you were able to set up here throughout the province, there's a great little six-minute video that I saw uh, on the TRU website. I believe it's a YouTube video that kind of just looked at people's experiences and shared that this peer network really did have a positive impact on, on their uh, view, I guess, uh, of being an early childhood educator and feeling a little bit more inclusive and, and being able to kind of relate to other people's experiences. So what... Um, how difficult, I guess, was it to set up this this peer-to-peer -peer network? And you know, what were some of the positive benefits that you saw? 
Absolutely. Well, um, thank you for that. I, uh, I started off with uh, a local uh, pilot project in our Kamloops area um, and then was able to, um, like you said, expand it uh, across the province when I received some funding through uh, West Coast Child Care Resor- Resource Centre and the uh, Ministry of Children and Family Development. And um, to be honest with you, it, it actually came together fairly quickly. Um, part of that was that um, across B we have um, the Early Childhood Educators of British Columbia, which is a provincial association representing early childhood educators, and they have 19 local branches across BC. So my research has been connected with ECEBC, or Early Childhood Educators of British Columbia, for many years, and so I immediately reached out to them, and uh, and given the time frame that I had to set up this project, I thought I might as well utilize the existing structure that is there with these 19 local branches. So we were able to set up um, 17 uh, communities of practice, 17 groups across 17 regions across BC. And again, um, it came together uh, quite quickly. And I also then was able to rely on people that were in these 17 communities who had relationships with the early childhood educators in their community. So for me, you know, again, I, I might be sort of one of the names out in front, but, but I represent so many people that were part of this project. And, you know, we had 20 facilitators from across BC, and the facilitators were absolutely instrumental in recruiting early childhood educa- educators to be part of the project in supporting them, working with them, building a community of practice based on trust. And again, there's, from my perspective, there's such an interest in, in supporting early childhood educators and the educators themselves were eager to be part of this project. And um, they, they themselves have such wisdom that, um, so from my perspective, this is, a, this is truly a partnership and it's, it's not a top-down approach, but it's reaching out to early childhood educators and giving them time and space to talk about the challenges, talk about uh, the strengths, talk about how to support each other. Now, off the top, obviously, we mentioned that, you know, up to half of early childhood educators in the province leave the field within five years. So we're talking about about two years here, right, since you kind of started this project. So uh, even less time than that since it's really been fully implemented. So do you think that this is going to, to make a difference in those numbers to see, obviously speaking to the people you have been working with directly, do you think we'll see less than 50% leaving the field as a result of having this network and this, this support program in place for themselves? Um, it's Obviously, it's a extrapolation right? You're kind of projecting into the future here, which is always difficult to do. But do you see this having a real positive impact? Well, I do. I do see seeing it. I do see it having a, a positive impact. Um, I, I don't know that I'm going, going to necessarily be able to sort of prove that statistically. But anecdotally, um, I, you know, I heard from beginning educators in this project, and I had, uh, you know, 200 beginning, sorry, 200 peer mentors, 200 early childhood educators, about half of which were beginning educators. And the beginning educators talked about how being part of this project um, supported them in, in, in sustaining themselves. I had some educators who specifically said, you know, I was already feeling burned out. I was feeling isolated. 
but being part of this project, being able to have a peer mentor who I could talk with and, and, and get ideas from um, meant that I actually chose to stay in the field. So um, I would say from what I'm hearing, absolutely, it, it is making a difference. And, and I hope that we will continue to see ripple effects um, from this project because those relationships are still there. And for some educators, and you mentioned this in the, or you mentioned you saw the video, some of the educators have talked about that in the video where even just knowing they have people now that they could call on, they have people now that they could reach out to. I think that sometimes educators find themselves in situations where they really are dealing with something completely on their own. They may, they may be working independently or they may just feel isolated and alone. And being able to reach out to someone and have that conversation, get some support, I think can make all the difference. And I think it's important to note too, you mentioned off the top when we are saying, why are people leaving the field? Wages is a big reason for that, right? The the compensation that educators are getting while being in the field of, of ECE. Do you have a yeah. thought or, or a target in mind that you think that the province should be aiming for when it comes to early childhood education wages? I know, um, I believe it was three or four weeks ago, I did an interview with someone from the BC Centre for, uh, the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, and they talked about this specific issue of childcare and saying one of the things that needs to be done is increase wages for early childhood educators. And the target they had, I believe it was $26 an hour. And that would make a significant difference, not only in the ability for them to live, but obviously their desire to stay in the field. Do you have a target in mind? Is that target one that you are also kind of looking at as something that makes sense or, or have you put any thought to the wage question here as well? Yeah, I, I personally haven't gotten into looking at the specifics. I certainly like that idea of the $26. Um, I know that uh, that early childhood educators at BC put out a wage grid um, actually just a few weeks ago and, and I'm, I fully support that. This idea of uh, w- which is fairly standard in other professions that, for example, um, as you as you increase your qualifications, you you would should normally uh, receive additional um, uh, financial benefit mm-hmm. for that. You know that that's fairly standard even within our own within our own school district, a, you know, a, a BC teacher who, who takes three additional uh, upper level credits will receive um, ad- additional money because they're recognizing um, the, the time and effort and the expertise that they now have. But the system that we have, not only are early childhood educators, I would argue, underpaid and, and don't actually receive what they should as a starting wage. When they come back to the post-secondary setting and they take, for example, an infant-toddler post-diploma certificate or they become um, uh, a special needs educator, and again, that's a post-diploma certificate, they're not necessarily guaranteed additional wages, uh, additional remuneration. So then we have a situation where educators are, are going back to school, uh, you know, are, are, are incurring additional student debt um, for the sake of, you know, making a difference for children and families, and yet um, they're just taking that on themselves mm-hmm. as opposed to us as a society recognizing that we actually need to support um, their ongoing professional development. 
Laura, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and speak with me here about this. This is something that I know is, is very important to a, a lot of people out there, a lot of parents out there. Um, you know, we went through an election where I know child care was front and center, more so about uh, the, the need to expand availability of child care more than anything else. But of course, if we're going to expand the availability, we need people to actually be there to teach the kids. So this is obviously very, very critical. And, and hopefully projects like this will make a difference in not only keeping people in the field, but keeping them happy while they're in the field as well. Uh, I guess just anything else that you want to add or highlight in regards to this peer networking group moving forward and and what you're kind of hoping to see coming out of this? Are you hoping to see this kind of become a permanent fixture in our province? And and any other thoughts I guess you want to add here? Yeah, thank you so much for that. I, I really have appreciated this opportunity. And and absolutely, I would love to see this um, be something that is standard practice. I would love to see in the future where all early childhood educators have the opportunity to be part of a community of practice where they're learning together, where there's a recognition um, that, that this is not simple work. You know, we, we sort of started the conversation, uh, you know, talking about childcare versus early childhood education. And again, this is not simple work. This is not babysitting. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is complex work, and it requires um, additional supports for early childhood educators outside of the post-secondary setting. And I think what I get excited about is this project allowed educators to see what it would be like if they had access to ongoing professional development through that community of practice to have access to peer mentoring um you know i would have if i if i could have i would have loved to have had this project happen during the day we don't have enough early childhood educators in bc let alone uh, substitute educators to be able to take you know 200 educators uh, places in their workplace. So the project did have to take place in the evenings and the weekends, but again, we were able to acknowledge educators' time through honoraria. So again, I think about, I think about what, what, what our teachers receive, and I think that, um, and, I'm, and I absolutely support what teachers receive in terms of access to professional development that is paid, that is during the day, that includes lunches. These are things that early childhood educators should have as well. So I'm going to continue to advocate for this, and I uh, certainly appreciate the opportunity to come here and speak with you today. And um, I'm just so thankful for all of the early childhood educators who have taken part in this project. Well, really thank you for your time and, and really appreciate you speaking with me about this subject. Like I said, I do believe it's important work and I uh, really appreciate you coming on and, and talking about this this network that you've helped set up. So thank you so much for your time and um, really we'll, we'll hopefully be able to catch up and talk more about this down the road. Great. Thank you so much, Jeff. All right, that was Dr. Laura Doan. She's an associate professor at Thompson Rivers University with the Faculty of Education and Social Work, speaking about a province-wide peer mentoring network to support early childhood educators and encourage them to stay in the field.